Amid its push to make government data more accessible, the Treasury Department's Bureau of the Fiscal Service is moving away from so-called structured data silos in favor of an open data lake approach. Tony Peralta is the agency's data architect. He tells Federal News Network's Jory Heckman how the Bureau hopes this will yield more value out of its data. Really, our approach lately has been really to take areas within our organization where we are using data with kind of like outdated technologies, outdated enterprise data warehouse type uh, constructs, and really reassessing the amount of um, operational expenses associated with that. And in addition to that, also kind of weighing that against like the utility that we're actually getting from our information or better yet, from our data assets. You know, one of the opportunities we saw was that in order for us to get full utility of our data, we really needed to be able to create a platform where we can actually use all of it. I mean, right now we use a lot of structured data to get some insights that are, I like to call it rear view mirror facing because we are living kind of in a bad world where we're doing things and looking at operations from previous days. But one of the key things that is missing there for us is being able to actually use unstructured data. So in traditional enterprise data warehouses, you actually go through processes that actually structure your information and it's used for reporting, but it really limits the full utility of our data assets. We are working with citizens to help them resolve their delinquent debt. So obviously that comes along with services like call centers. So we really needed to get some value from that information. And so one of the things that we're looking to do with building a big data and a a data lake is basically the ability to take voice files, transcribe them, and being able to get sentiment analysis from that information to both help us meet our mission objectives. That's that's really comes down to one of the, you know, federal data strategy tenants, which is of course, you know, using your data as a strategic asset. So yes, while we want to use that information to actually help us achieve our mission, we also, of course, want to use it to better serve the citizen. We want to know when we're not hitting on key pieces of information where sentiment analysis may indicate you need to train some staff up to really provide a better service to the citizen. So those are just, in a nutshell, some of the things that we've been really focusing on lately. So the goal here is, I guess, to look through that transcript data and see what the call center employees are missing some steps or what's the ultimate goal there? So by having that information on hand, we're able to basically correlate some high sentiment analysis results from voice conversations and try to correlate those with, are those leading to like payment agreements to resolve delinquent debt? Are some of those basically, are poor sentiment analysis scored, you know, conversations or interactions between agents and the citizen not helping resolve debt as part of our mission objectives and basically finding ways to identify areas where we can maybe use some of the things that are actually producing results and helping that kind of guide or train where we may adopt some of those things that are producing results into areas that are not. So really, again, it's just really leveraging our information strategically to basically say, how can we improve overall? So we're guaranteeing to a certain extent that the citizen engaging with us is really getting a positive experience throughout their debt resolution conversations with our agents. The data lake, and to your point about structured data, a data lake is just kind of the unstructured data that's just kind of commonly accessible within the agency. Is that kind of a fair way to put it? It is a fair way to put it. I mean, one of the things to keep in mind is that a data lake is not going to be like the silver bullet to solving all your data management problems, right? I mean, people say, unless you have the right governance, the right understanding of what's going in, what's going out, how your data is defined, how it can be used, how it can't be used, that data lake quickly becomes a data swamp, right? So, I mean, governance is key, cataloging information so that really the folks that are engaging with a diverse pool of information really understands the value that they can obtain from it.
Those are some of the key things that we're trying to focus on is to ensure that the foundation, the plumbing, and not to mention, of course, it, you know, you can't say enough about security. I mean, that obviously we need to ensure that the information entrusted to us by the citizen is safeguarded throughout the whole process. So those are some of the key things that we're trying to focus by setting up infrastructures around a data lake architecture to ensure that we can provide information to the boots on the ground to basically get insights that we may have not been able to see before. Some hints to some other kind of buzzwords here of AI, you know, machine learning, these kinds of things. And the idea of needing a lot of good, clean information, the idea of garbage in, garbage out. If you don't have a lot of good data to power these kinds of things, they're not going to give you the results you're looking for. And so is this kind of an area that the Bureau of Fiscal Service is exploring? Again, you know, no silver bullets here. This is not like AI is the end all be all. But is that something you guys are pursuing? I think it's something we aspire to do. I mean, I'll be honest, we're not there yet. But to your point, it's important for us to build strong foundations on data management in order to support those kind of activities. So one of the things that we're actually migrating from in our antiquated enterprise data warehouse architecture was that we were only able to use structured data. And it was, for the most part, used in a way that required kind of like requirement sessions. People were building dashboards for us. So we want to transition from that model to one that actually supports self-service, self-service BI reporting and analytics based on really reliable information. I mean, we're, we're talking about data quality programs that now ensure somebody who is boots on the ground, kind of front facing, knows the business inside and out, is able to use this information and has a degree of trust that their outputs are going to be accurate. So definitely working with our raw data to like semi-transform to really get into a point where we actually further cleanse it. The other day I was actually getting an overview to one of the solutions out there that uh, handle data wrangling, basically to clean your data. And they were showing some examples, like in a large data set, you would have Southwest Air, Southwest Airline, Southwest, and you would have multiple representations of that within the same data set. So why can't you conform to taking all that and cleansing it so it just says Southwest Airlines? And obviously, if you're doing reporting on that, there's a lot of value to making sure that that information that you as a self-service analyst is cleansed and ready to use. So those are some of the goals that we're kind of striving to provide. The idea of agencies presuming that data is open, but on the flip side, ensuring that privacy is there. Or any thoughts you have on that? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that question because I am actually, personally, I'm very passionate about that. I mean, from a past life, I actually was called to act as a privacy officer for one of the programs that I was working with at the time. So a lot of those, um, those core tenets of the Privacy Act of computer matching agreements are very dear and near to my heart, and, and I understand how they work. So, so yeah, you're right. When we hear a lot of people saying like, oh, we want to get the max you know, utility from our data, or we want to you know, get insights for business decisions. And the thing that always bothers me is that like, people need to realize that within the federal space, our bottom line is a heck of a lot different than that of like, you know, the Facebooks, the Googles and, and other, you know, social media companies out there. Our bottom line is public trust. So with that said, I mean, it's important for us to ensure that the data that we collect is basically used for the purposes for which it was collected. There's such a key understanding within privacy and confidentiality that I think sometimes people miss, you know, basically the key information on it. I mean, people say, oh, we want to use data to do all these insights. Like, no, within government, no, you use the data for the purposes which it was collected and, and that's it. And so within that you know mindset we need to ensure like i said we have very clear definitions of information so you take an element within your actual data assets you need to understand where it came from what policies govern it is it part of a computer matching agreement how it was derived what does the system of record that it belongs to what routine uses are basically limit how you use that information i think sometimes we don't really focus too much on those key pieces of policy of how we use information And last question I have for you, Tony. A lot's been said about the president's management agenda. Mm -hmm. Something else that's coming down the pipeline that we've seen in bits and pieces already is the federal data strategy. 
Where do you think the Bureau of Fiscal Service fits into that? Are they a stakeholder? Yes, we are definitely working towards establishing an enterprise-wide data strategy, keeping well in mind that, of course, there's going to be some you know plan of action coming out from the federal data strategy. I think it's April of, of this year. In preparation of that, yes, we've been definitely trying to understand you know how best to establish the right infrastructure to manage our information. I mean, like I said, with the implementation of a data lake, that actually acts as a good model for what others can actually be doing across the organization. I think the opportunities there are for us to really take antiquated approaches where we create silos of data management within your organization. I hope we don't miss the opportunity to really leverage the what, what cloud offers, and that's the ability to basically adopt standards which can be used seamlessly across an organization and really collapse those silos. That's Tony Peralta, the Bureau of the Fiscal Services Data Architect, speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.